Welcome to the LifeSpring Church Podcast. May the Word of God be a blessing to you. Connect with us and consider giving online at lifespringchurch.us. Praise God. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. I was glad when they said it to me, let us go to LifeSpring and celebrate 10 years of the faithfulness of God the faithfulness of a leader, and the faithfulness of a church. Praise God. And uh, God, is. this is a team effort. Uh, God has chosen to work through people. He, <clears throat> he's chosen to work through his church, and he's chosen to work through God-called men and women of God. And I'm so thankful to be part of this celebration today. Uh, the presence of the Lord is here. I think the Lord is just weighing into the party to say how proud he is of you, this church, and all that's happening and all that is going to happen. And uh, I'm just glad to be here. I was in California yesterday. My wife and I had been at a conference and uh, thought I had everything planned out perfectly. And I made it to Springfield about 1030, but the plane didn't land. It just touched. It just came down and decided it was too dangerous to land. And then it went back up in the air real quick, and off we went to uh, Rogers, Arkansas. And we landed there, and they said, well, we're, we're not going anywhere tonight. And I said, well, I'm going somewhere tonight. If I have to wake Brother Johnson up, I'm going to get there. So, uh, but thankfully, I was able to rent a car and get here uh, early this morning. So uh, it is so good to be here. I'm so thankful for the good reports of last night. There's no one like uh, Brother Stan Gleason. Thank God for his ministry and what happened here last night, but I, if you can be proud, somebody said you can be sanctified proud, I'm sanctified proud of Brother and Sister Johnson and their sons, and for the commitment that they've made uh, to this church, to this city, to the kingdom of God. I don't know any finer Christians than this couple right here, who love God, love people, love the kingdom, and uh, why don't we just give them one more hand clap of appreciation. Did I mention her or did I mention the boys? See, I, I missed one. So uh, we thank God for their whole family and, and uh, the, the, the blessings of the Lord uh, because it's a team effort. Uh, it, it's not just, just a pastor or pastor's wife. It's a team effort, and I give honor to these children, and I thank God for each and every one of them. But uh, God is doing great things in this church. It's just good to be here, feel the presence of the Lord, and see what the Lord is doing. And I'm glad the best is yet to come. Amen. God is doing, God is doing great things. And what a joy it is to be here with Ben and Sister Wayland. Uh, our DNA goes way back, and uh, but uh, we're thankful for them. Why don't we just stand one more time? I'm going to read from Psalm 87. Psalm 87. Your pastor. And wife not only bless this church, but they bless this section, and they bless the Missouri district, and they are so well thought of and respected, and we give them high honor today for their kingdom work. Psalm 87 says this, his foundation is in the holy mountains. The Lord loveth the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of thee, O city of God, Selah. I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon to them that know me. Behold, Philistia and Tyre with Ethiopia, 
this man was born there. And of Zion it shall be said, this and that man shall be born in her, and the highest himself shall establish her. The Lord shall count when he rideth up the people that this man was born there, as well the singers as the players on instruments shall be there. I want you to read this last line with me. All my springs are in thee. Let me tell you today, everything that you need can be found in the Lord Jesus Christ and in, and in his church. Hallelujah. Amen. I know there are many needs here today. We all have them. But let me tell you, God is the answer to whatever we need in our life. All our springs are in him and are in this church and are in this move of the Holy Ghost that's happening here right now. Would you just close your eyes, lift your voice and your hands to the Lord, and let's invite him to flow in this house. Lord, I thank you already for the beautiful worship, the flow of the Holy Ghost that's in this house. Hallelujah. God, I pray that, Lord, the, the flow of the Holy Ghost, God, would flow to every dry place, would flow to every need, that would flow to every hungry heart. And that, God, you would do a work in this house today in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I love you, Lord, and I praise you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. When we see Jerusalem and the city and Zion, we see these words in the Old Testament. We understand that there were things that God did in the physical city of Jerusalem. And, and not only uh, did, but will do. God's eyes and God's hands are upon the physical city of Jerusalem. It's a, it was a promised land to his people, and God keeps his promises. God keeps his promises. But what happened in Jerusalem not only had a, had a natural and physical uh, significance, it also has a spiritual significance, for the Bible uh, teaches us that the church was born in Jerusalem. And the Bible declares that Jerusalem is the mother of, of us all. There's something about the city of God and it not only has past implications and present implications but there's a future implication about the city of Jerusalem, that new Jerusalem that will come down. And so we look and, and see Jerusalem and Zion as words that are they're, they're key words that help us understand that it's God's activity in the world through his people. And this psalm this that is sung in the 87th Psalm, tells us that, the, that, that God's foundation is in the holy mountain. God has laid a foundation in the church. The New, Te New Testament tells us that we are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. Amen. We are built on something steadfast. We are built on something stable. Hallelujah. Amen. God, amen, is building his church. Hallelujah. I'm glad to be in his church on this Sunday morning. I'm in his church today. Hallelujah. Amen. This is God's answer for the world. The church is the answer for Springfield. The church is the answer for your question. The church is the answer for your family. The church has what this world needs. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Before God ever laid the foundation of the world, he laid the foundation of the church. Amen. Calvary was not an afterthought. Pentecost was not plan B. The church is not second best. For the Bible tells us that he was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. God already had it figured out. Amen. Sin didn't leave God without an option. Sin didn't leave God up in heaven pacing the floor saying, what in the world am I going to do? No, he already knew what he was going to do. Amen. He was going to come. He was going to live. He was going to die. He was going to be crucified, but he was going to rise again the third day. And he was going to pour out his spirit upon the church. And God said, I'm going to put my church right in the middle of the mess. I'm going to put my church right in the middle of darkness and there will be light in the evening time. Oh, somebody clap your hands and praise him. Amen. I'm thankful for the church. I'm thankful for the church. I'm thankful for life spring today. Amen. Jesus said, thou art Peter and upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. The church is going to make it. The church is going to be triumphant. The church is going to come out with hands lifted up. Amen. God's got too much invested in the church to, to abandon it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5.25 says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ loved the church and what? Gave himself for it. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church. <laughs> Praise God. Not having spot nor wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I'm going to make a way to present you unto myself as a glorious church, a spotless church, a church without blemish. Hallelujah. He loves the church. He gave himself for the church. And Jesus will see the church through to victory. When you give yourself to something by investing blood, sweat, and tears, you care about its survival and its well-being. If you have a nonchalant attitude about the church, then it's probably because you have nothing invested in it. Because the Bible says that where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Brother and Sister Johnson. Thank you for investing blood. Sweat and tears into this work over the last 10 years. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you for investing in it. Hallelujah. I'm thankful that Jesus Christ invested in this church. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for the victory that Jesus has provided for me and for you because of his sacrifice. Hallelujah for the tears that he shed for you and for me. God loves, loves the church. If I say God loves the church. 
The Lord loveth the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I, I pastored for 15 years in my 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 office window looked out over the parking lot and I would I would be praying in my office looking out my window and I'd see people pull into the parking lot and I'd start praying for them when they got out of their car walking toward the front door. Hallelujah. And my heart would leap within me. God touch them today. God heal them today. God encourage them today. God let them get a word in the house today. Let them find deliverance in the house of God as I watch them going into the gates. I believe today that the eyes of the Lord are on this service. He saw you when you got up this morning. He saw you when you got in your car. He saw you when you came into the door. Hallelujah. He said, I can't wait till they get into my gates. I can't wait till they get into my house. I've got a blessing prepared for them. I've got a breakthrough prepared for them. I'm going to do something for them today. God loves the gates of the church, and so do I. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord because there's victory in his house. There's breakthrough in his house. There's salvation in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Has anybody ever been blessed at church? Anybody been pulled out of that pit, that miry clay? Amen. Had your sins washed away. Amen. You were filled with with the Spirit of God in the church. Hallelujah. Glorious things are spoken of thee. O city of God. Hallelujah. You can sit down, stand up, run the house, tap your toes. Hallelujah. Amen. People are healed at church. Lives are changed at church. Hearts are mended at church. Hope is given at church. Faith is restored. Hallelujah. Amen. Just think about all the things God's done in 10 years. Anybody got a testimony? Just, just signify it by waving your hand to the Lord. Lord, I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for what you've done. I was down and out, but God, you brought me up. You lifted me up. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'll never forget that children's revival we had. And, and we picked this young man up on our bus route, and he would come hungry to church. He's physically hungry, and we'd find him something to eat, feed him, and... And, uh, but I remember that, that Sunday in a children's revival. He was standing about right here. He was praying, repented of his sins, and all of a sudden God filled him with the Holy Ghost. And he began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance, eight or nine years old. And, and he's there, and tears are streaming down his face. And you see the joy on his, on his face, and his countenance has changed as God filled him with the Holy Ghost. And, and God will do it for you too. You don't have the Holy Ghost. God's no respecter of persons. God will make it happen today. And, and the, the children's evangelists began to tell him, son, you're taking this home with you, and it's going to be with you. And his, his life was so, so hard and so difficult. And son, God's going to be with you, and God's filled you with his spirit today. And I'll never forget what he said to her. He said, can I have ever as much of this as I want? Can I have ever as much of this 
as I want. You see, he lived in scarcity. He lived fighting and clawing for whatever he could get. Amen. But he found something where there was a limitless supply. And son, yes, you can have ever as much of this as you want. Let me tell you today, there's no limit to God's supply. There's no limit to what God will do. Glorious things are spoken of thee. Oh, house of God. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, my soul cries out. Hallelujah. Praise God for saving me. Oh, clap your hands and praise him right now. Hallelujah. Amen. Ephesians 2, 6 says, He hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places. Hallelujah. God loves the church. It's not the building God loves. It's not the property and the furnishings, although I'm thankful for that. It's not the programs and the potluck suppers. God loves the church because of the people that are born in her. Hallelujah. Because of the people that are born in her. Three times the psalmist declares and celebrates the fact, verse 4, this man was born there. Verse 5, this and that man was born in her. In verse 6, the Lord shall count when he writeth up the people. This man was born there. Hallelujah. Praise God. There's something about being born into the church. Hallelujah. It's not just joining a church. It's being born into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. What an opportunity get to start over and be a new creature in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. John 3, 2. Nicodemus came to Jesus and said, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with them. And Jesus answered, said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. For that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, You must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus, let me tell you, amen, I know you're, you're, you're part uh, of the religious elite. I, I, I know there's a hunger in your heart, but this isn't about everything you know. It's about knowing me. It's about knowing me. It's about being born into the kingdom of God. Being born of the water and being born of the spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. Hallelujah. You know what he gets excited about? He gets excited when somebody is born into the kingdom. Somebody is born into the church. He gets excited when somebody repents of their sins. When somebody is baptized in the name of 
of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins. When somebody is filled with the glorious gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I celebrate that you were born here. I celebrate you're a new creature in Christ Jesus. I celebrate that you are part of the family of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You can be, must be born again. You can have the testimony that you were born in the house of God. We used to be outcasts. We used to be wanderers. We used to be on the outside looking in. But that was then and this is now. Ephesians 2.19 says, Now therefore you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. And so God takes our gifts and God takes our callings and God says, I've got a place for you. I've got a place for you. Hey, let me tell you, you matter to this church. You matter to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Don't ever let the enemy tell you that you don't matter. You don't have anything to offer because God gives everybody different gifts and he puts them in the body and then when we bring it all together, his work is accomplished in the world because you bring your gift to him and say, God, I'm just glad to be a part of what you're doing in this end time hour. Let me challenge life spring in 2024. Bring your gift to God and say, God, I put my gift into your hand. I put my ability into your hand I put my calling into your hand it may not be what somebody else does but he hasn't called you to be somebody else he's called you to be who you are and to use the gifts he's given you and say okay I'm going to get involved in what God's doing I'm going to help see Springfield blessed with the presence of God you may look around and say well I'll never be like sister so and so or brother so and so no you won't ever be like them but let me tell you this amen God has worked all of us and God is still working on us this time a man took a tour in Europe and he got off the bus and, and there was an elder gentleman sitting there in that little village in Europe and he said sir he said was there any great men born in this city the man didn't even look up he said no only babies there were no great men born only babies and every one of us were born as children into the kingdom of God. Amen. To grow and to become and to prosper. Amen. Under the watchful eye and care of our Heavenly Father and the church that He has placed us to be part of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What an invitation. Jesus said in John 7 37, in that last day, the great day of feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, any man, any woman, any boy, any girl, if anyone thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. Hallelujah. What's your slogan? Never thirst again. Everybody say never thirst again. Never thirst again. Never thirst again. Hallelujah. How does that happen? It happens because of Jesus. It happens because of Jesus. Hallelujah. The psalmist says, Amen. I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon to them that know me before 
Behold, Philistia and Tyre with Ethiopia. This man was born there. He was prophesying. You look those up, they're all in, in four different directions, north, south, east, and west. He said there's going to be people from every direction have a testimony that I was born there. Hallelujah. Which way is north? Amen, north. Hallelujah. I prophesy to the north. I prophesy to the south. I prophesy to the west. And I prophesy to the east. Hallelujah. That there are men and women, hallelujah, that, that are going to be born here. That are going to be born here. Don't write off a neighborhood. Don't write off a person. Don't write off a circumstance. Don't write off an opportunity. Hallelujah. You never know who's hungry for God. You never know who's looking for an opportunity. Hallelujah. They're just waiting on you to say, hey, amen, why don't you come to the house of God? Let me tell you where you can find hope. Let me tell you, amen, about a Savior who loves you and a Savior. Hallelujah. I flew to California on Friday. I checked in the hotel. Amen. I stayed the, stayed the night there, but it wasn't very nice. And uh, my wife was flying out the next day, and I knew I better f- find a different hotel. <laughs> Happy wife. Happy and so I checked out of that hotel, and I went and found a newer hotel, and, and I checked in and, and uh, started talking to the, to the clerk there. Amen. Found a hungry heart. Hallelujah. Found a hungry heart in, in Stockton, California. Hallelujah. The next day I was in a, in a service. Who was sitting next to me? Gustavo was sitting next to me in that service. Hallelujah. We've already been texting back and forth. We've always been talking. He said, I want everybody in my hotel. He's the manager of the hotel. He said, I want everybody in my hotel to be, be going to church. He said, we all need God. We've all got messed up lives. We've all got. Hallelujah. 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 He was with me in church on Friday morning at that session. He's supposed to be in church out there this morning. Amen. And, and I'm telling you, there's people are everywhere. People are everywhere. And there's going to be people say, hey, I was born at Life Springs. I was born at Life Springs. My life was a mess. My life was falling apart. Hallelujah. My life had that emptiness. My life had that understanding that I needed a Savior. And I found him at Life Springs. The Lord shall count when he rideth up the people that this man was born there. You see, in cities, they kept a record of those that were part of that city and that establishment. The king had had an obligation to watch and care for those people. Hallelujah. When you get written into the Lamb's Book of Life, when you get written into the kingdom, when you get written into his city that you're born here, all of a sudden you're living in a different world. And the eyes of the Lord are upon you. Hallelujah. And we understand that he's as close as the mention of his name. He concludes this psalm with this verse. As well as the singers and players on instruments shall be there. The singers are singing. The musicians are playing with this Everything I need to survive, everything I need to thrive, everything I need to live is found in that living water that comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm glad somebody came 10 years ago and dug a well.
I, I was preaching about digging wells one time, and I won't preach that sermon today, but somebody came up to me afterward and they said, let me tell you something. I, I dug wells as a kid, and, and they said, you, you don't dig wells standing up. They said, you dig, you dig wells with a little short shovel, and you, you, you dig them on your knees. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank, thank God for a pastor and, and those that are, that, are, that, are, that, are, that are here serving with him. Every saint of God, you've been on your knees digging a well. And I feel the flow of the Holy Ghost here today. Hallelujah. There's a flow of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That I believe that God wants to get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Amen. Like Ezekiel said, it started out ankle deep and it started out knee, knee deep and then, then thigh deep and then waters to swim in. And all of a sudden that river was going to barren places and there was life that was being given. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you in the Holy Ghost. You're on the right path. God's hand is upon you. God is leading you. Amen. Just keep putting fuel in the fire. Amen. Keep adding to the flow of the Holy Ghost. Keep just letting God flow through you. Amen. And God's going to fill this church up. And God's going to put people in these pews. And God's going to put people in this altar. And God's going to put people in these Sunday school classes. And God's going to put people in your living room. And God's going to put people at Starbucks that you're having a Bible study with. And God's going to put people on your line that you're working with. God's going to put people in the lunchroom. God's going to put people, right, and, and that flow is going to come out of you. And they're going to realize, hey, there's something different about her. There's something different about him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And you can just say, hey, I'll tell you where the spring comes from. I'm going to tell you where the life comes from. I'm going to tell you where the joy comes from. It comes from being plugged in to what God's doing. Amen. Why don't we lift our hands to the Lord right now? The presence of God is in this house. Hallelujah. There's a flow of the Holy Ghost. There's a flow of the Holy Ghost. I don't care how dry it is. I don't care how barren it is. I don't care, amen, what they're dealing with. Amen. When they get touched with the hand of the Master, anything is possible. God can turn their life around. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to close with this. Amen. 2000, 2014, 10 years ago. Brother Rick Lovell reached out to me about wells for life. He said, we've got some places that need wells, and, and I'm trying to raise money to, to build a well, specifically to build a well in Uganda. I didn't have the money that he needed to make that happen. But I said, you know what? I, I care about what you're talking about, and I'm going to pray. And if God blesses me, I'm going to help you. It wasn't too long that the blessing came, and I forwarded that money to Wells of Life and Brother Rick Lovell. And we had a well dug in, in Uganda in honor of my father. The uh, missionary there, Brother Tolstad, he called me. He said, we're finishing up this well. He said, I'd like for you to come to Uganda, preach our general conference. And while you're here, I'm going to take you to that village. And, and I want to show you that well. And I want you to pray over it. I want you to dedicate it. I've got a few pictures. I'm not sure what order I gave them. That's, we'll start with this one. So this is, the, this is the village. And this is where they got their water to drink to cook. People were dying because of not having clean water. The animals ate, drank out of this. The people drank out of this. This was the only water that they had to drink from. 
Another piece of the story. Some years before that, they had started a church here underneath a tree. They didn't have a building. They didn't have lights. They, they, they had a tree. And they were having church under, the, under a tree. And a prophetic word came, and the pastor said, he prophesied. It wasn't just wishful thinking. It was, it was the unction of the Holy Ghost. He said, God's going to give us a building. God's going to give us a well. And God's going to send out somebody from our congregation in ministry. Hallelujah. So there we went that day. Next, next slide or, or video, whatever's next. Here's the well. It's a hand pump well. It's still working. Uh, that was 2015. I've just got a report. It's still producing water. I watched kids coming with these yellow buckets all out from the jungle, out from the bush, coming to get water. They'd never had water before. Next, next slide. And you can click play if that will work. You are very welcome. Amen. She told me in that same setting, she said, we, we won't have people dying anymore because we now have clean water. Hallelujah. You know what they, that day we had church. It wasn't underneath the tree. It was in their building. We didn't drink water out of the borehole or the, 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 the spring that was there. We, we, we drank water out of that, that fresh well that had been dug. And I stood there that day with the assistant general superintendent from that village whom God had sent out and was blessing all of Uganda that had come out of that one church that was meeting under the tree. Would you stand with me? Hallelujah. We've got everything we need. We've got everything we need. Hallelujah. All my springs are in you, God. Hallelujah. I look around and I see these children, I see these young people. There's no telling what God's going to do through their life. How they may not only impact Springfield, but they may impact the world by what God has done in this city and what God has done through this couple and those who have come alongside them to help them and strengthen them and see this happen. Thank you for listening to the Life Spring Church Podcast. Join us in person on Sundays at 11 a.m. Visit us online at lifespringchurch.us.